Hi, this is Shweta. Kevin. And Merlin. Welcome to the Seekers Club. We take up a Catholic book and discuss the chapter every week where we seek and find, share and listen, learn and grow together. Join us in this journey. Hello guys. Hi Shweta. Hi. <laughs> welcome welcome to our episode number 3. So today we are moving to chapter number 2 beyond the sexual urge. Woohoo. Excited. Excited? <laughs> <laughs> okay guys. Beyond the sexual urge. We first saw about the personalist principle. It says that we should not treat other persons merely as a means to an end. Plus we saw how utilitarian relationships are fragile where we use another person for our own benefit. Now we are moving to something called the sophisticated utilitarianism where there is nothing wrong with two people using each other as long as they consent and derive some advantage from the relationship so have any thoughts about it yeah i think it's very prevalent now where people use each other and they're okay with it yeah they also call it love they justify the whole yeah. thing and you know they it's it's actually become a, a revolution mm. they do it like a revolution like yes. what's wrong with this this is this is also love mm. yeah if two people consent what's the p- problem with this yeah you know it says in the book where uh, the egoism of man and women in a mutually beneficial way is a relationship of love i mean it's I think it's very much celebrated even these days. Mm. They say it's okay because the person is giving me pleasure and I'm able to give that pleasure. It's mutual. So what is wrong? That I think this it's poisoning our culture. I mean I There's no love. Love is very Yeah, tell tell. Yeah, I also think that the meaning of love has become very superficial. Yeah. Mm. We often confuse love with pleasure mm. with being happy what what i need out of that relationship what i want about my happiness my pleasure about how it makes it's me become very feel. self-centered and it's lost its meaning that's why i think it can be very easy for us to justify it as love and we can all become victims of this yeah utilitarianism the main thing is to become aware of this i mean there are no perfect relationships yeah So here you know Pope John Paul II he points out one serious problem about this relationship I'll just quote this from the book The moment they cease to match and to be of advantage to each other nothing at all is left of the harmony love will be no more in either of the persons or between them Why do you think so When both of them get only I mean they they're in the relationship only for pleasure or you mean not even sexual pleasure there are also other things like emotional yeah. dependency Mm-mm. they just they just there to feel safe and to feel loved mm. once they lose that yeah yeah the relationship ends so you think this there's commitment in a relationship like this i think they're committed to each other for the use for the use again get out of that yeah it's no that's real commitment yeah and that's a commitment that's built on a very fragile foundation so do you think they can have like a long lasting relationship yeah, a marriage so something forever. that's built on 
such fragile foundations can break anytime you can't be sure that yeah about its stability mm yeah like he says you never know when people will get bored of each other they can easily get lost and suddenly it will become empty Mm, yeah. They won't. They won't get anything out of the relationship, and it will break there. And that—that that I think is the whole idea of this revolution. This mm. of what you call the sophisticated utilitarianism. Yeah, yeah. That when you no longer feel happy in this relationship, when you no longer feel pleased, you should get out of the relationship. Mm. <laughs> That's the whole idea. Yeah. So here, you know, uh, John Paul II compares this relationship to prostitution. So he says, in prostitution, the man uh, desires pleasure, while the woman desires the money. So, how do you think this comparison is happening? Between a, pr- a prostitute and a businessman, it's very much like a transaction. They're only there for mm. what they want. There's mm. nothing more to that. There's no relationship. There's nothing there. Yeah. And it might sound harsh but then i think he's comparing it to prostitution only on a very basic level yes 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 on yeah even in the book it says that this may seem like an extreme example yeah. it says but but this question comes how many male female relationships today are not much better than this how many relationships are based more on a mutual use than on a committed love and a true communion of persons for example how many young women give up their virginity and sleep with a man for the emotional security of having a boyfriend or for fear that if they don't do this the man may break up with her where women you know uh, want that emotional security they m- might even have this insecurity that the person might leave us my boyfriend might leave me if i don't have sex with him what do you think about this this chapter talks about sexual urge but i think you can also say like for example a man buying gifts for the girlfriend as long as he keeps buying gifts he's under the impression like it makes her happy and she'll be in it only if he gets her something so basically you know men need something from the women the women need something from men women mostly for emotional security and men uh, for pleasure I'll just quote this from the book. It ends like this uh, under this chapter. I mean under this particular topic. These are not relationships of authentic love that bring persons in communion with one another. Rather, these are simply more socially acceptable forms of mutual use similar to prostitution. So here Pope John Paul II notes how uh, utilitarian relationships breed fear and insecurity in one or both of the persons. he says that one might be in a utilitarian relationship when one party is afraid to bring up difficult topics or fears in the relationship so have you come across this or what do you think about it it's true because when there is insecurity people are afraid to bring situations or bring up things that might cause tension or a misunderstanding yeah. they are worried that that might lead to the end of that relationship Mm-mm. it's because of the insecurities and in the book it says beautifully that deep down this relationship they don't last because 
they are not uh, based on a good foundation it didn't have a good motive behind it other than only mutual pleasure or benefit yeah it wasn't based on something that was virtuous i'd say yeah yeah and also in these utilitarian relationships the it says here that the only way to s- for these relationships to survive is to cover up problems and pretend things aren't as bad as they really are so they pretend there's love they pretend yeah there's nothing fine. wrong yeah yeah but deep down they hide everything they're not honest with each other true so the pope even says like sometimes we we let ourselves be used in situations uh, in, li- in situations like mm. this so how do you think that happens it is true uh, for example here in the book itself they say mm. you know when people are in love and they just they know that they are in that high of love they want to please each other they want to do things that each other likes for example initially uh, some people would just want to flatter the women and they'd get flowers or things she likes buy her gifts yeah. and all that uh take her out to dinner yeah at that point he is actually trying to please her and that woman might take it for granted and yeah. use him for just the money on the other hand women would let man use her at one point in a relationship for mm. just for physical pleasure like you said earlier in the session yeah. today like how it makes a woman feel secure emotional, to have security. emotional security while giving herself physically to him so yeah both man and women let yes, themselves true. be used i think because of this uh, you know pope john paul feels that sexuality is one of the main reasons where we can fall into using each other here he says that as john paul too says and i quote if i treat someone else as a means and a tool in relation to myself i cannot help regarding myself in the same light we have here something like the opposite of the commandment to love Yeah. which is to love your neighbor as yourself in mutual gratification of pleasure in giving ourselves to be used by the other person we lose our dignity we sacrifice our dignity in pursuit of gratification so yeah again it's not love yeah it's not love and and we're not helping ourselves he says that we yeah start looking at ourselves as a tool as tool, an object yeah. just as mm. just like we look at the other person as an object that true we go to any extent you know to keep that person with us even if it's to lower our dignity it's opposite of love so he moves into this concept called the sexual urge mm. you know he moves into this topic mm. so what do you think sexual urges i think sexual urge means attraction when a man looks at a woman he f- he feels attracted that moment uh maybe about her body or her femininity and a woman also gets attracted to a, a man's masculinity his body i think sexual urge is about how you get attracted towards the characteristics of an opposite sex yeah even like physically and psychologically psychologically yeah, yeah. it could be her body or femininity mm. or yeah different attributes for yeah. male and female yeah So here the pope says the sexual uh, urge is not bad in itself since it is meant to orient us toward another person the sexual urge can provide a framework for authentic love to develop mm. and even says that 
you know it is not equated to love yeah true uh, like he's saying like it provides a starting point for an authentic love yeah it but it's not love itself yeah true so like what do you think we need for that for love to actually develop even though sexual urge is like the starting point and like you said sexual urge is not a bad thing it is like he says the starting point that can lead us into two paths there are two paths bit before us and it is up to us because as human persons we have free will and intellect yeah. to choose our yeah. paths and we have two paths before us one is the path where there's lust yeah act on it yeah and there's only selfish desire mm. and the other path is full of love we go beyond ourselves beyond our desires we get to know the person we get to know them as a human person human. more than just these physical attributes mm. yeah here the pope says that you know we n- we must have that responsibility you know f- for the other person great sense of responsibility i think that's beautiful yes though sexual urge can provide the raw material you know what takes us further should be that responsibility for the other person mm. to get to know about that person yeah. to understand that person to take care of that person so here the pope compares our sexual urge uh, in comparison with uh, the sexual instincts found in animals mm-hmm. so i'll just quote this you know he explains that in animals the sexual instinct is a reflex mode of action which is not dependent on conscious thought for example a female cat in head does not reflect on what is the best time place or circumstance for her to mate and she does not ponder which male cat in the neighborhood make would make the would make the ideal partner cats simply are, act reflexively according to their instincts so how do you think humans are different from this yeah like kevin said there are choices that a person can make when mm. he has that sexual urge whether to act on it just for the sake of the physical attraction mm. or use uh, the able and intellect yeah use yeah. able and intellect and actually ha- use it as a base for a authentic love yeah like yeah we are very different from animals like we have yeah. the sixth sense to yeah decide what is like seeking the good of the other isn't that what we have been seeing so far what decision will lead me to look at the good of the other yeah yeah like martin says uh human beings can always choose to pursue a higher good yeah. more than his or her own mm. desires like if i'm even if i'm very hungry and i have food in front of me and mm. there's this another stranger i can always be generous and give that food to the yeah, stranger yeah, yeah human beings are capable of that kind of love yes yeah. yes go, go beyond their own desire yes yes we just would not do our yeah. like whatever like we cannot do that we cannot do whatever we want basically while i was reading this with our group mm. i liked this part where it said a man for example may experience a set- sexual attraction to a woman but that attraction can be subordinate to his intellect and will and like how they are saying of course a woman's uh, body and all her femininity a man could get aroused by it but to act on it is in his intellect and will yeah. he can decide whether he can yield yeah. into his temptations yeah. or say no to it yeah, so he might not be in control of 
that attraction attraction that's happening yeah. to him, but he can take responsibility yes. for how he yes. wants to act according to his attraction mm. often times now in the mm. world when for example rape and all where people say that it's a woman's fault uh, in her mm. way she dresses mm. or uh, it is because she's showing her skin mm. too much and all that but there are cases when women even properly dressed get raped here i i think they bring the best explanation saying that like you said shweta like yes a man could get aroused or but provoked yeah he can say no he can say no to those sexual urges yes yes it is not yes. beyond his power so while we saw sexual urge can draw us to these physical and psychological aspects here it says that even though it orients us towards another person who possesses those attributes not just the attributes themselves manifestations of the sexual urge thus present us with a choice between loving the person and using them for their attributes so what do you think about this yeah like i think the book says it better like for example a guy uh, likes a girl for her let's say her uh, hair or her body type instead of looking at her just for those attributes of her body type or her uh, complexion for example and is drawn to those attributes only mm. then that uh, relationship could be reduced to a mere level of using yeah. using the other person for that like how in the book it says those attributes is drawn should be drawn towards that person mm. and not only to those attributes so when when he is able to look at the other person more than those attributes i think that could be a base for him to love her yeah. truly so yeah, we were discussing in our sessions like there are chances for these attributes to just go away someday you know it's not going yeah. to be there forever it's, n- it's not permanent true i might look young now mm. but in 10 more years i might not look the same way so that person who's committed to me should be able to love me as the person that i am today yeah in fact that love must increase because yeah. anything can we were discussing no anything can happen to us tomorrow yeah true you know our situations can change but what keeps us together should be more than these attributes yes. more than our features or physical sexual attributes so here he says that you know if it remains mm. you know uh, if uh, this interaction between a man and a woman remains at the same level at initial. the level of these initial mm. reactions produced by the sexual urge the relationship is not able to grow into a true communion of persons true because it's very easy for us to you know stop and just objectify the other person and stop with the appearances and just keep feeding our own desires we can stop there but that would blind us from seeing the person for who they really are and that can stop us from loving them completely yeah, yeah. true in here it says for authentic love you know our attention should go towards that person fully mm. wholly as they are yeah. yeah i mean i think it takes time we must communicate with that person uh, take some time with that person to get to know about that person uh, as it says here in the book it can help us in performing truly selfless acts of kindness mm. that are not dependent on the pleasure we receive from the relationship yeah there's always i think there's always something new you know we can discover about uh, the person. person yeah so i like how here he says no so 
when you are in the in the place of getting attracted to a person you should ask yourself a crucial question mm. like what will we do when we experience the stirring of sexual attraction to a particular person of the opposite sex mm. what will a man choose to do when he notices the physical beauty of a woman i think it's a question we have to answer for ourselves <laughs> and decide yeah and like we discussed i'd like to make this point yeah. like we discussed in the previous chapter you and banu spoke about the consumerist yeah a lifestyle that we're, we're living in right now so we're always rushing for things for pleasure yeah. we're always looking for instant pleasure and mm. and mm. we've grown very impatient also i think yeah so it's very easy for you know for a man to look at a woman and just rush into things for a good relationship to sustain we need patience yeah yeah a lot of patience we need and self control and self control and true so finally i just want to quote this uh, from a book for this very reason manifestations of the sexual urge in man must be evaluated on the plane of love and any act which originates from it forms a link in the chain of responsibility responsibility for love so yeah guys we are coming uh, towards the end yeah so we learned about where sexually urge can take us yeah. two paths and all that mm-hmm. and what true love is how we differentiate true love and using another person for our desire and how we can and i got yeah. this question while we were reading it how to practically apply it in my life since yeah. this is a very new thing yeah. i'm sure everyone has got that question true so i think in the next chapter we'll be dis- discussing about how practically we can apply this in our lives how we can direct these sexual attributes yeah these sexual urges yeah. yes. yes so yeah we're looking forward to know about it yes. because we need practical solutions right now yes yes true okay guys okay guys thank you <laughs> uh see you all next week with a new episode bye bye guys god bye. bless bye. good night good night good night <laughs> <laughs>